left fielders. This is the Infielder Spotlight Podcast, powered by Left Field Investors. Our community is focused on networking and education to help people invest passively and think differently. Let's go. Welcome to the Infielder Spotlight episode, where one of our infielders share their story with host Chad Ackerman. Listen in to gain insights from our community on how to create financial freedom through passively investing in real assets that generate real cash flow. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the LFI Spotlight. I'm your host, Chad Ackerman. And this week, I thought I'd do something a little bit different. I've been historically interviewing people from the community and sharing their journeys and resources and lessons learned and realized I really hadn't shared my own on this podcast. So I thought today I'll interview myself, if you will, and share with you what my history has been like and where I'm going along this path like I've done with others. So today that's what I thought we'd go through. I hope you enjoy the conversation with myself, if you will. So who am I? Where am I from? I live in Central Ohio. I'm in Columbus, Ohio. Grew up not far from here. Lived in Raleigh, North Carolina for almost nine years, 10 years but moved back once I had kids and got close to family again and so forth. And I've been a career W-2 person. I followed the 401k logic and pumped money into it forever. I've been in human resources my entire career with a focus on sales compensation design and implementation for our sales teams. I really enjoyed the analytics side of it. I enjoyed the strategy side of it and understanding where the company was wanting to go. We were used as a tool to drive behaviors, and it was really interesting to be involved with the sales organizations and the business to, again, really get a grip on where the company was headed or wanted to head at the very least. I liked being on my side of the quota, if you will, the sales quota. So it gave me an opportunity to work with those folks, but I wasn't chasing the quota all the time, too. I've done that for 30 years, and I've enjoyed it. But I kind of just reached this feeling. I changed jobs in 2015 and reached this point that there was an itch to find something more, to look for something else that I felt like I had proven most of what I felt like I needed to prove in my industry. And I was at a crossroad. And I happened to have a conversation with somebody that I'd worked with for several years. Michelle, I'll give you credit. And she mentioned looking for different income streams and expanding her income streams and that real estate investing was what she was kind of interested in and looking for. And that kind of clicked with me. My job had a bit of a commute to it. So I started listening to podcasts and audiobooks and stumbled into bigger pockets and got involved in the forums and got really engaged with it. But I still couldn't find the exact thing that was going to be right for me. I was studying all these shiny objects in the single asset or single family housing situations. And I just couldn't get comfortable with how I was going to scale and manage that business while working a full-time W-2. And I knew I couldn't just drop the W-2 and go do that full-time. So I was, again, a crossroad. I tried wholesaling. I tried looking into some flips. I did some private lending and so forth. I never did buy a single family home rental along the way, but I was analyzing the heck out of it like a lot of us do and just never could get comfortable with it. 
through bigger pockets, I was able to find a local meetup here in Columbus, Ohio. And Jim Piper happened to be the founder of that group, organized it. And I thought it was a great community. I got engaged in it. I met Sean Donnelly through that work. And I was able to learn a lot about the single family space, but it didn't click with me. It wasn't the right path because I couldn't figure out how to scale it while I was still on my W-2. And as it happened, Jim was the last presenter that I saw in person there. And then he got up and talked about how he was exiting his W-2 because of the passive investing he had done and the wealth he built or the cash flow he had built that he was able to leave his job. And it finally clicked. It was like, that's the shiny object I've been looking for is how do I scale while I'm in my W-2 without having to vet tenants and find contractors and do property management work. That just, I couldn't put it together how I was going to make that work and really get to the goal of getting out of my W-2. So it clicked with me. I met him after the meeting, found out we lived in the same suburb of Columbus, met him for a beer later, talked about it. And it was like, okay, this is finally it. I had been studying this and I switched to studying the syndication information that I could find, which there wasn't a whole lot out there. There There's a lot to teach you how to be a GP, but there wasn't a lot about being an LP. So I struggled a little bit. I did like probably most of us have done. I didn't make the best decisions when I started out. The first syndication I got into was in 2019 and it was a 17-story building in Cleveland. And it was a full gut job, basically going to be like a ground-up construction almost that they were converting an office building to apartments. And it's going to be a great investment and so forth. But my goal was to get out of my W-2 and that deal is doing nothing for that. I haven't seen any cash flow from it yet still because it's a historic landmark. It's wrapped up in a lot of red tape still, but it's going to be a good payoff someday. I would think I'm still very excited about it, but that was a good lesson learned for me to really take the time and understand my goals of what I'm trying to do and then focus my investments on what is going to help me the most with my goals. This is Zach Hapsensall, CEO and co-founder of Rise48 Equity. At Rise48, we've completed over $1.7 billion in total transactions, including 11 successful full-cycle dispositions. If you're looking to invest with an experienced sponsor in either the Phoenix, Arizona, or Dallas, Texas markets, then set up a call with us today at rise48equity.com backslash invest. That's rise 48 equitycom backslash invest. Do you love coffee? Have you ever wanted to invest directly in the coffee industry? You can invest now in the number one largest coffee producer in the country of Colombia, the Green Coffee Company. Headquartered in the U.S., they are now Colombia's largest coffee producer and have opened their $100 million Series C funding round to accredited investors. The Green Coffee Company has over 7 million coffee trees and is on track for a 2026 sale or IPO projecting an 11x ROI for investors. Discounts are available for early funding, but there's limited capacity available. To invest, visit legacy-group.co and click the Current Offerings tab. That's the Current Offerings tab at legacy-group.co. It really lays some good groundwork for me that it taught me to stay in my lane and understand my lane and then not chase all the shiny objects that come up in this space too. So 
there's a lot of different asset classes that pop up that have more risk or that are just newer or whatever the case may be. And I've really tried to learn to be disciplined and not go after every one of those deals. I think it's a patient game that we play. And I've been in it long enough to realize that there is another deal coming around the corner. So I don't have to just jump at every one that came up. I need to really take a step back and look at how it aligns to my goals and decide whether it's a good move to make or not. So that helped me out a lot. And that got me realigned and focused on what I was trying to do. And I'd gotten bit by the bug bad enough that then I, in 2021, I liquidated my 401k and I moved that money over into the syndication world instead, paid the penalties, paid the tax on it and migrated it all out of the stock market into the syndication space, the real estate world. And it's been a great move. I've been very excited about it. I don't think that this path is for everybody. I get questions from people a lot that are thinking about it too. I think it's a very individualized thing that you have to understand and comprehend what your goals are and what your risk level is and decide if it's something you could or should do or not. It was my path. It worked out for me so far. I've been happy with it. I jokingly say, ask me in five years if it was the right move or not. But so far, I've been very thrilled with it. It's allowed me to aggressively move towards my goals. And my goal was to get out of my W-2 so I could work on left field more. And this year in 2023, I've been able to dial back to a part-time status in my corporate world and work more completely with left field, which has been fantastic. So it was an avenue for me to get where I wanted to go quicker, and I've been very pleased with it. I had a few deals go full cycle already, so that's been beneficial. So I've been pleased. But again, there's still risk. We still got to see how the rest of that turns over. As I say, it goes through tranches, but I think it's on the right path. So it's helped with my why of building wealth and having financial freedom and flexibility. One of my other whys that I thought I need to start asking people in my podcast what their whys are. I think that's always interesting to hear too. But my other main why has been to educate my children on this process, to give them options as they're going into their adulthood on different means of building their wealth and protecting their wealth and so forth. I've got two teenagers. My daughter is a freshman in college and my son is a junior in high school. And I've really been able to get them engaged by flooding more money into the system. I have more data to show them basically and more examples that I can teach them more about this business. So they have choices that they can make in their 20s that I didn't know about that I hope will set them on a more aggressive path than my own, that they'll have a lot better choices down the road, be home with kids if they have kids, be live wherever they want, do whatever they want kind of thing. So I, I'm super excited about that. We play the Robert Kiyosaki's cash flow game, and I'm able to show them in the game, hey, here's an example of a deal I showed you last week that these are similarities that the game is pulling into it that are taking place in the real world. And it's been really neat to be able to share that. And also now that there, I've been in enough syndications, I've seen enough go full cycle I can really walk them through the whole process and I can show them a lot of my own experience to where it's not just me, dad talking about it and they're rolling eyes at me. I can actually show them, hey, here's where we invested this amount of money. We cash flowed this much throughout these many months. And then look, they sold it and this is what that money turned into. And then here's where we took that money and put it. 
So it's really helped that both of them have gotten a lot more engaged in it as well. And they just want dad to feed them more capital, which I'm done with. So, (laughs) but it's really helpful to walk them through that and get them exposed to it and be able to talk to them about my own experience. So it's really helped. So now I've liquidated the 401k. I've got all my investments are in this space, which maybe that's not the most diverse thing, but it's where I want things to be right now. And I'm scaling back on the W-2. So it's been a fun journey. I'm getting to work a lot more with LFI, meet a lot more people in the community, be more engaged with it as we develop even more things. We say this started as a hobby and we had a little culture built around what we were trying to do and it's grown and it's grown into a business. So we're trying to migrate it to that kind of mentality, but not lose the culture along the way. And so Jim and Ryan and I are really focused on it. And Steve and Sean are helping out a lot with the bigger things when we can get them engaged too. And it's been great to see it grow and see where it's gone and where we're trying to go too. But lesson learned along the way, I kind of talked about focusing on the goals. I think the biggest advice that I would give to anybody that's kind of sitting out there a few steps behind me is take action. It's I analyzed for a long time. I read the books. I listened to the podcast. I went to the meetups. Once I pulled the trigger, it was a whole different education and it was a whole different level of excitement that I really accelerated after that, that helped me to get to where I am today in this space that I'm excited about. So the two things I always tell people is focus on your goals and then take action on them. And that can really catapult you into this space and help you out. What's next for me, I'm going to continue to stay in my lane, as I said, and grow the wealth of scaling back further on the W-2 and get more engaged in left field. Left field will be a big focus of what's next. And then investing along the side of that as I develop the more wealth and build the cash flow even further is going to be great. That's kind of where things are headed and I'm excited about it. And I hope it inspires some people that are out there listening and so forth too. But those are kind of the current goals. But on the horizon, my son will be graduating high school. He'll be going off to college. Now I can start to think about where is that empty nest place for me? Where am I going to kind of settle? That's exciting to be having those thoughts and looking into that now to go build a place that they'll want to come home to wherever it is and wherever they are as I continue to develop all of this passive investing, wealth building and so forth and find that financial freedom. So I'm excited to be at that point and see where this takes me next. And uh, hopefully, maybe I can come back and share the journey down the road again when a couple more life changes take place. But it's been fun. I've really enjoyed it. And I've enjoyed getting to know the community more and getting engaged with the founders further. And we've kind of added some people to our working community that has been fantastic to help us develop more things for everybody else that's in left field as well. And can't wait to see what else we do. But those are the big things. I hope you enjoyed it, interviewing myself today. And maybe you got a nugget or two. Always happy to communicate with others. Feel free to look me up on the website at leftfieldinvestors.com. And happy to touch base and communicate with you individually if you have any questions or any conversation you want to have. And outside of that, I appreciate you listening. And we will see you again in the spotlight. Thank you. Hey, left fielders, this is Julian McClurkin. When I'm not on the court with the Harlem Globetrotters, I'm the chief storyteller for TribeVest. Now, you might be thinking, why would TribeVest hire a Globetrotter? 
<laughs> well, through my travels around the world, I've met so many amazing people and heard their incredible stories. And it's no different at TribeFest. My job is to share the stories of people investing together as a group, as a tribe. TribeVest allows groups to pool their capital, set up their LLCs and bank accounts, help with operating agreements, funding rounds, and so much more. Whether you're investing with other dads from your kid's preschool class or getting into real estate syndications with people around the country like LFI infielder Brian Pawnell, TribeVest helps them all make it happen. If you want to hear more about stories about TribeVest customers, just check out TribeVest's YouTube channel. And if you're already ready to start investing as a group, head on over to TribeVest.com today. Thanks for hanging out in the infield with us today. If you're interested in becoming an infielder, you can find us at leftfieldinvestors.com or you can send me an email directly at chad at leftfieldinvestors.com. Thank you for listening to the Passive Investing from Left Field podcast. If you enjoy the show, please go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts and rate and review the show. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Nothing said on the show should be considered financial advice. Before making any decisions, consult a professional. This show is copyrighted by Passive Investing from Left Field and Left Field Investors. Written permissions must be granted before syndication or rebroadcasting.